Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. The Grammy nominations yeah. yesterday. Nominations came out yesterday. And Beyonce's got nine. She leads the way, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year for Black Parade. She has now, in her career... Racked up 79 nominations, which ties her with Paul McCartney for the second most of all time. Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z, is tied with Quincy Jones for the most with 80. So she will most likely overtake them both. Wow. Now, Jay-Z only scored three nominations. So Beyonce is definitely closing in on him. Taylor Swift, Dua Lipa, and Roddy Rich also did well with six each. Brittany Howard of the Alabama Shakes is next five. Mm. Uh, some interesting... Some interesting notes. Renee Zellweger nominated in the Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album category for her album Judy, which is the soundtrack for the Judy Garland movie. That was a hard movie to watch. I don't know if you guys watched that movie or not. Yeah, but I think it's on Amazon. I watched it. And I even though I felt like I kind of knew a lot about her life being a fan of such a um, huge fan of Wizard. Yes, being a fan of Wizard of Oz and things like that. But the things that she had to go through as a young girl were just like alarming. Like the fact that they wouldn't let her eat. She wasn't allowed to eat. They were like, you have to be the exact same size Dorothy throughout the entire production. So they wouldn't even allow her to have food. Crazy. Crazy. Um, This is kind of cool. Six nominees for the best rock performance category, and they are all female vocalists. Jeff's uh, former love of Jeff's Fiona Apple. Oh, I love Fiona Apple. <laughs> was it Criminal? Was that the song that you loved so much that uh, among others? Among yeah, you liked among- I got a handful on my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard the theme song um, from the Affair? That show on Showtime. That's, uh, I don't think I have. That is that is Fiona, Fiona Apple? Apple? Oh yes. Oh, and I'll it have is, to check that out. It is dark and haunting, right up your alley. So love I think it. you might like it. <laughs> uh, Big Thief, Phoebe Bridgers. Hame, Brittany Howard, and Grace Potter, all nominated. Hmm. Fiona was also nominated in the alternative music category, along with Phoebe, Brittany, Beck, and Tame Impala. So, I kind think of exciting. Nicole Kidman sings sings the theme song to her current show on HBO, The Undoing. Yeah. Which, uh, God bless her, she's one of the finest actors of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I don't think she should be singing, though. Yeah. And uh, I know her husband doesn't have the heart to tell her. <laughs> But well, this what? seems to be a thing. Like she sang in Chicago, and there was another. What was the movie? Or not with Chicago, you and the Moulin Rouge movie. Moulin Rouge. I'm sorry. Yes. Look, I'm not saying she can't carry a tune. It's just it's it's she's not a singer. It's it reminds <laughs> me of like when Gwyneth Paltrow would sing every now and then. Again, she can carry she a tune. She did a whole album with Huey Lewis. Oh yeah, I know. Bruising. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. How does a guy like a hit. Chris Martin tell her, honey? 
Well, you know what? I love you and I support you. Just do whatever. Because you know what, Jeff? If there's somebody that's got the music in them and they want to sing, by God, let them sing. I got the music in me. Kanye West's Jesus is King album is nominated in the Best Contemporary Christian Music category. Very nice. Ah, Meryl Streep up for Best Spoken Word album for Charlotte's Web. Oh, what about a rap? Oh, nice. Jerry Seinfeld nominated for Best Comedy Album, and he's up against Tiffany Haddish, Patton Oswalt, Jim Gaffigan, and Bill Burr. I'm going for Jerry Seinfeld on that one. On that one. You've seen them all. Yep. So the ceremony's going to air on Sunday, January 31st. Do you need to take a break? I do. Before we talk about the weekend being shut out. And yeah, there's um, more Grammy stuff. Yeah, he's not happy, and we'll talk about it coming up next. Yeah, The weekend was probably the biggest Grammy snub. His new album, After Hours, has been a big commercial and critical success, but he was completely shut out of the nominations. And TMZ is reporting that it might have been intentional. They're saying the Recording Academy was in talks with The Weeknd to perform at the ceremony, but he turned him down after he was picked to perform at the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Oh, well, that, that'll do it. The Super Bowl is the weekend after the Grammys, and apparently it wouldn't have been feasible for him to do both performances. No. The weekend didn't comment to TMZ directly, but right after the report came out, he tweeted, quote, The Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Hmm. But Recording Academy boss Harvey Mason Jr. says nothing fishy happened. The weekend just didn't get enough votes. Oh. Mm. He said, we understand that The weekend is disappointed at not being nominated, unfortunately. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Every year, there are fewer nominations than the number of deserving artists. Well, yeah. Standard response. We And he added, to be clear, voting in all categories ended well before the weekend's performance at the Super Bowl was announced. So in no way could it have affected the nomination process. Hmm. Uh, Justin Bieber also upset with the Academy, but he was nominated. He says he wanted to be nominated in the R&B categories, not the pop categories. Oh. So. I don't want to be nominated for that. I don't want that. I know. Look at all those people that are putting music out that aren't nominated at all, Justin Bieber. Oh, they yeah. yeah, I mean, can't even get a record deal. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, and I, what's probably, I feel for him, too, in that he's probably always going to be pigeonholed into the pop category. You know, even though he's wanted to graduate out of that and become more of a serious artist that has a little more depth to him. You know, it's like being that actor. No, he'll get that. Just he be might, patient. He might. He might not. Some he's people some, aren't able to transcend. He's had some great music. And he's, he does. there was that talk of him having a Christian album. And I think right. we're seeing a little touch of that with the Holy Song. You know, seeing like maybe he's testing the waters maybe mm-hmm. with that. Just continue doing your thing and, you know, don't have a tantrum. I mean, this is the kind of thing stuff that undermines him, though. It's like when he does have a, ten, a temper tantrum about this kind of thing. 
you know, it, it does kind of force people to look at him as slightly immature and think of him as the immature pop star as opposed to someone who's growing and evolving. Well, we don't know if he's having a temper tantrum or not. He, they might have asked him about it and he might have said, you know, it would have been cool to be nominated in the R&B. And he could have just said it like that. Very true. Well, a lot of people are upset this morning. Dave Chappelle is upset. He's a lot upset. of upset artists. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle is calling for a worldwide boycott of himself. Dave posted an 18-minute video yesterday called Unforgiven, where he uploaded, he unloaded rather, just unleashed on Viacom CBS for licensing his old Comedy Central series, Chappelle's Show, to streaming services without paying him. Now, the show was streaming on both HBO Max and Netflix, but now it's just on HBO. Because Dave has a stand-up deal with Netflix, he asked them, hey, you know, just, I know you don't have to, but based on our relationship, I'm asking you to please remove the show, even though you're not obligated to. And Netflix agreed. And uh, that's why he loves Netflix. So I'm going to go through some audio here so you can hear straight from the horse's mouth what's on this guy's mind and why he's so upset. If you ever liked me, if you ever think there was anything worthwhile about me, I'm begging you, please don't watch that show. I'm not asking to boycott any network. Boycott me. Boycott Chappelle's show. Do not watch it unless they pay me. Yeah. I love the story of why, you know. Well, he'll explain. Okay. This is this is how it went down. Before Chappelle's show was at Comedy Central, I pitched that show to HBO. All they have to do was say, yeah, we'll take it. Or no, thank you, we won't. But they didn't say either of those things. They went too far. They said, literally, what do we need you for? That's what they mm. told me. Is they kicked me out of the office. What do we need you for? And here we are all these years later, and they're streaming the very show that I was pitching to them. So I'm asking them, what do you need me for? Yeah. Right, so he did it. So like I mentioned, he did ask Netflix because, uh, you know, he's got that, that big deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I know you're not obligated to, but, you know, I'm asking, will you please take it off Netflix? Because, you know, I don't want to do anything to uh, help these guys profit off of me while they're not paying me. And Netflix, even though they didn't have to, kindly agreed to pull it. People think I made a lot of money for Chappelle's show. When I left that show, I never got paid. They didn't have to pay me because I signed the contract. I found out that these people were streaming my work and they never had to ask me or they never had to tell me. Perfectly legal because I signed the contract. But is that right? I didn't think so either. Mm. That's why I like working for Netflix. And when I found out they were streaming Chappelle's show, I was furious. I called them and I told them that this makes me feel bad. And do you want to know what they did? They agreed that they would take it off their platform just so I could feel better. Netflix. Because they paid me my money. 
They do what they say they're going to do, and they went above and beyond what you could expect from a businessman. They did something just because they thought that I might think that they were wrong. And I do. I think if you are streaming that show, you're fencing stolen goods. They stole that from me. They just took it. Yeah. So Dave is going after the money he thinks they owe him, and he's asking for the fans' help. Um, and that's why he said, look, you know, if, if you ever liked me or ever liked anything I ever did, uh, I'm begging you to please not watch that show. I'm not asking you to boycott any network. Just boycott me. Boycott Chappelle's show. Don't watch it unless they pay me. And he did have a moment where he looked back at the first time he was ever introduced on stage back when he was a teenager. It's a pretty He's funny 15, story. 15, man. Yeah, you got to hear this. I started doing stand-up comedy when I was 14. Mm. I'll never forget the first time I was on stage. The guy that introduced me was a guy named J.T. Newton. I'm 47. I can close my eyes and remember the introduction like it was yesterday. It went like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this next young man coming to the stage is starting his comedy career tonight. Who knows? We may be witnessing the birth of a star. Please welcome David Chappell. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the beginning of greatness right there. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I, for one, will not be watching Chappelle's show. That's right. So Drew Barrymore, bless her little heart, has stepped in it probably for the first of many times that happens when you host a talk show. She tried to do a feel-good moment on Friday's episode by staging a wedding for a couple who called off their ceremony due to COVID-19 and a video package before the actual wedding. Selena said that she and Dan, quote, met several years ago in school through mutual friends and have been together for seven years. Selena is now 24. That means Selena was 17 when she and Dan hooked up. So you would think that maybe they were high school sweethearts, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Not so much. When the video of the segment hit YouTube, several people hit up the comment section to tell the supposed real story. According to them, Dan and Selena did meet in high school because he was her teacher. Oh, gosh. And one of the commentators said, (laughs) oh, God, I just hope he's more observant of his marriage vows than he was of the law when he started dating her. Oh, wow. No comment from Drew, her show, or the new couple at this point. Mm. But, oh, God. Jeez. Can't you just feel that, though, for her? Oh, yeah. Like, here you are thinking you're doing something, and then, boom. Right. Oops. You really got to vet that stuff. You just wouldn't think you'd have to vet a couple that's getting married to see. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. But, you know, that's why you got a team of a 1,000 producers, I guess. Yeah. Vet, vet, and vet again. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, anything else? Nope, that is it. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.